1: Dave Neal. All right. Hello, everybody. Happy afternoon of Friday, December 1st, 2023. That's right. It's the Christmas season, and we are all on board this afternoon for our commute home. We're going to be talking about last night's finale of Golden Bachelor. Look, folks, I've already gotten people DMing me. Why did you have to give away what happened in the thumbnail of your video? Why are you on YouTube if you don't want to be spoiled? And again, it's not even a spoiler. It's what happened last night. Can you imagine, you know, on nine twelve. You didn't read the news. Why did you spoil for me that, you know what I mean? It's like, come on, folks. It's the news. It's entertainment. It's not important news, but it is the news. So last night, Gary chose Teresa. That's right. And we've got nothing but breaking news stories happening all day long. Should we get into our first breaking news story? We're getting one after the other. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. Gary Turner is packing up his bags and leaving the lake house. He's moving to Charleston, South Carolina with Teresa. That's right, folks. This story hot off the press by Us Weekly. You know, Us Weekly is our go-to news source for everything that doesn't matter. After getting engaged on the finale of The Golden Bachelor, Gary Turner and Teresa are starting their life together in a new city. Charleston, South Carolina. One of the things that I think fate played a hand in is the possibility of where we might wind up living. For the last couple of years, when my family gets together, I've talked about moving to South Carolina, and it's an idea I've toyed with. And then in conversation with Teresa, a private moment, she's saying, well, yeah, my son lives near Charleston in South Carolina, Gary told People in a story published after the Thursday finale of the ABC series. And all of a sudden, it's like there is a big problem that is gone, the issue of compromising on where to live and how to reconcile families and all of that is, it's no longer an issue yeah and look i mean maybe that means gary's moving away from his family but at least they get to move to a beautiful city in charleston here's what gary and teresa had to say in their interview with people magazine have a listen so for
0: me when i got to the final episode and the engagement was about to happen i was very confident that she was my person a hundred percent confident and i was also that confident that she was going to say yes to me (laughs) There was a moment, mm-hmm. it, it, this was really pretty magical. You know, like I said, my, my daughters and granddaughters were at the engagement. And because of the way the sun was and the walk mm-hmm. that Teresa had to do, she was a silhouette for an awfully long time. And my daughters tell me, please mm-hmm. let it be Teresa, please mm-hmm. let it be Teresa, wow. please let it be Teresa. And when the light hit enough so that they could see that it was her, they were ecstatic. Mm -hmm. You know, they were in tears, they were thrilled. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm very happy that Mm -hmm. that's their reaction because I do rely on them a lot to reinforce decisions that I've tentatively made. Mm
1: -hmm. And it's like,
0: they don't, they have influence, but the main thing is they reinforce. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, like when I, you know, it's nice to have a little reinforcement when you make a decision. You know, you don't want any, you don't want your family to be like, oh, I actually liked the other one. And you're like, oh, come on, Gary. So very fascinating. He had his daughters there watching the engagement. Hey, better than them watching the fantasy suite. Am I right, folks? Um, right. All right. Come on now. So anyhow, it's Friday afternoon. You're on your rush hour ride home. Big debate happening in the Patreon comment section about when is the right time to put up Christmas ornaments Uh, AP Hen says hers go up November 1st and I want to give a special shout out to AP Hen we've noticed that she's actually been re-watching all of our vlogs on the Tasha Courtney and Dave Neal do fun things vlog channel on YouTube so uh, you are uh, you are our featured fan of the day thank you so much for all of the support as we you know try to create content out there oh boy we're in for it tomorrow I've got a great driving with Dave episode for you listen folks I put together conversations that I want to have with people. And if I want to have them, trust me, I think they're worth listening to. And tomorrow we hear a heartwarming story about overcoming cancer and how two strangers uh, can actually become each other's guardian angel. That's what tomorrow's story is all about. Trust me, folks. Do you trust me? Trust me when I say you're going to want to stick around for tomorrow's Driving with Dave, available here on the podcast. All right. Well, lots of other content to get into regarding Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. Did you watch Bachelor in Paradise last night? We had an Irish exit. I guess it technically wasn't an Irish exit for Rachel Riccio. She just bounced. She had the rose, and she was like, "Now nah, I've tested the merchandise. I've gone into Zara's, and I'm not going to buy any product. That's what she said. It's not it do, It's not you. It's me. And so she bounced uh, Mercedes, uh, called out Tyler. We have it on good accord that Mercedes was nervous that she would be portrayed as some sort of villain for the way she handled the Tyler exit. But Hey, can you blame her? She asked Tyler, do you have a, did you see a spark with me? And Tyler goes, Oh, I don't think there was a spark. And she goes, there needs to be a spark. And he's like, "Oh, there doesn't need to be a spark. I mean, it's like, imagine, imagine being a car without spark plugs. You're, you're what are you going to push yourself down the hill? You need a spark folks. Either way, Tyler, I mean, listen, Tyler, the fact that Mercedes didn't spark you at all goes to show you're not looking hard enough, folks. All right. Blake uh, had a spark with Jess, but that spark didn't have any gas in the tank. Apparently they weren't able to make things work. They kind of I mean, it's almost like they wanted to make it work, but Jess was not faulting Blake when he realized, like, look, what are we doing here? So then Blake went home. We lost Blake. We lost Rachel. Tyler's gone. We lost a Tyler. We there's still a Tanner. We lost a you know, there's a lot of these bro names. It's just like one giant lacrosse team. How do we keep up with them? I literally don't know the name of my own daughter because I'm too busy here trying to remember Rachel Reckia's third boyfriends from junior high. You know what I mean? Oh, did Dave just give away that he's having a daughter? No, we don't know. We're actually doing our gender reveal party tomorrow. And I can guarantee you that you'll know when we decide to tell you what the gender of our child will be. It's probably a boy or a girl. That's That's my most probable guess is that it's a boy or a girl, but we're going to have to see how that all plays out. You know, it's a big deal in today's world how you're going to do your gender reveal. We were like, should we do a private thing? Should we do this? Should we light a mountain on fire? Should we do a crop dusting this or that? You know, I actually had a relative whose husband worked at the fire station. And he's a fireman, and they actually dyed the color uh, either blue or pink, and then they shot it over the house. Can you imagine that? Now, look, I'm assuming it was eco friendly or whatever it was, but of course, we've heard horror stories of gender reveals where people poison the river of a local this or that. You know, it's like, oh boy, good grief. So we uh, we have a ethical uh, confetti themed. Uh, uh, gender reveal party where the only damage we could do is if you are addicted to eating um, uh, confetti off the ground. We will be picking up the confetti. That is a promise I'm making you. Um, It is. uh, I mean, maybe who, who knows? I mean, why don't they do gender reveal parties? Oh, I have a great idea. I am all about ideas today. Why don't they do gender reveal parties where the confetti that you shoot out actually is colored seeds so it's either blue or pink seeds and then those seeds end up uh, getting scattered and can become trees how about that that's a nice sort of a green way to do it what do you think all right look we got a lot to get into i've got a wool, woolly mammoth story that's right i like a good woolly mammoth story i've got a-listers uh in action i've got a bachelor rumor floating around this much and more coming up next on today's bachelor rush hour you know, it really is like a sort of a uh, sleeper uh, pick for Bachelorette, but how about Mercedes? How about Mercedes for Bachelorette? I mean, I don't know. Maybe she end up ends up with someone. We don't know. But either way, I really love the way she handled herself. She had a choose herself first, and I'm, sh- I'm sure you guys enjoyed that as well. Now, also in Bachelor in Paradise News, I made a video about this today. Kat Izzo defends herself after being called a homie hopper. Here's what she had to say on her TikTok. Quick question. Yes. So, when a girl dates in Paradise, she's a homie hopper. But when a guy dates,
2: he's exploring his options? Let me know. Oh my
1: God. All right, well, okay, so I object, Your Honor. Um, mischaracterization of what happened. So, uh, we we like is Izzo, but clearly... Uh, clearly she was more so accused of being a hypocrite based on the way, and again, we didn't see the full edit, but based on the way she went about handling her, homie hopping uh, homie hopping on Bachelor in Paradise is okay I am a pro homie hopping advocate but I will say the communication is where you either go right or go wrong you have to be upfront with the person whose homie you've hopped and just say hey I'm going to hop over from one homie to the other you have it within your rights to do the same if we like each other after that we can homie hop and hop back uh, but either way that's what's going on with Cat Izzo over there Oh boy, we've got some... Oh, big news here. Bad Baby. This is breaking news. Let's go more breaking news. Remember Bad Baby? Do you remember her? She's the Cash Me Outside girl. She's the one who raised a million dollars in one day for her OnlyFans account. How about this? Bad Baby has a bun in the oven a.k.a. Danielle Brigoli just revealed her pregnancy posting a couple mirror selfies on social media. I mean, dude, how old is she? It's unclear how far along Bad Baby is, ditto for the child's gender, as she's simply letting the photos speak for themselves. My guess is, and I'm no expert, she's about 22 weeks pregnant. I don't know how much fetal DNA she has there. Bad Baby is just 20 years old, celebrating her birthday earlier this year by twerking on her mother, and she's in a relationship with Levon, and it's getting even more serious now. Hey, good for her. I mean, look, you know, say what you want about people. She kind of had a wild rise to fame when she was like 14 on Dr. Phil. You know, do you remember her? She was like the Keshe Outside, whatever. I don't know. She kind of developed this whole persona. I think like w- right when she turned 18, she creates an OnlyFans account. Creeps of the United States and abroad all signed up. And she became like a really wealthy person. So, hey, at least the kid can be caught outside at least uh, with uh, you know maybe a coach purse or something I don't know he's going to be wealthy. All right, um, Jussie Smollett loses his appeal. Remember Jussie Smollett? He uh, he was accused of I guess faking a hate crime. And boy, I tell you what, isn't it nice to see justice served when people fake a story that is meant to, I don't know, um, uh, uh, elicit uh, a victimhood status out of themselves? Wouldn't that be nice if others that are perpetuating fraudulent stories Also, see jail time? Here's your update as of this morning. Jesse Smollett and his team aren't going to go down without a fight. A rep tells us, We wish to highlight that the decision was divided, with Justice Lyle offering a detailed analysis in favor of Smollett. We are prepared to escalate this matter to the Supreme Court, armed with a substantial body of evidence. I don't know what that body of evidence is. I mean, we all basically saw a hoax happen, right? He showed up with like a noose around his neck to police. He had a subway sample. In his hand, the two guys that did it. He they said he paid them to fake beat him up. You know, kind of wild stuff. Anyway, I guess this is what he said a year ago regarding if he actually did it. Now, there's a lot of mental health issues out there. Could he have thought he was in the right by doing this? And I don't know, folks. But have a listen.
2: It's like finding out that someone is exactly the opposite of who they claim to be Mm -hmm. and so
1: i'm a if i had done this and this is jesse smollett and by the way he has a great voice doesn't he i'd be a piece of shit
2: yeah (laughs) and i don't think that that is i don't think that that is kind of that's not
1: really questionable Mm -hmm. if i had done this i'd be a piece of shit i agree with you jesse smollett and it looks like you might be a piece of shit. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. When people are like, yes, there's a lot of other stuff happening, but that would be really... And again, it's something that I wanted to say, if I had done something like this, it would mean that I stuck my fist in the pain of black Americans in this country for over 400 years. We're not even talking about... an
1: Yeah, that's why people are upset. People believe you used a horrific race issue to benefit yourself kind of like i believe whoever's behind chase j jones account used a race issue to benefit themselves the parallels here folks now i could be wrong but that's what i believe based on the information i've seen that chase j jones isn't who they claim to be and that they're actually sticking and if you're not familiar with this story i guess we could go deeper into it but it's part of what we're unearthing right now In some of the lawsuits were tangled up in uh, looking at a Jussie Smollett claim where someone can literally have all this evidence against them. I mean, security footage of this all going down where he really wasn't attacked, but he's claiming that he was. Everyone believed him to the point where uh, the, the I mean, he's he was found guilty now. I mean, multiple times he was found guilty through due process in the court system. And he's still saying he was innocent. I mean, you gotta give an A for effort, I guess. In Africa,
2: because that's an old, that's an even deeper, larger conversation. It would mean that I stuck my fist in the fears of the LGBTQ community all over the world. Uh-huh. I'm not that motherfucker. Never have been. Don't need to be. Didn't need to have a some sort of rise in his career i was on the up and up i was coming from new york
1: which is what, by the way which is what makes this even more damning if it's true if we can agree with the court here that he actually basically did a multi-pronged fake hate crime as a gay man and as a black man and you and you go wow maybe he wanted more out of his career or, or also maybe it's just a mental issue where you didn't realize the severity of what you're doing, although hard to say that as it was premeditated
2: work from doing a table read for my dream role in a Broadway show. I had just optioned the rights to the autobiography, the authorized autobiography of Alvin Ailey. I had oh. just all of these things that I was creating. There would be no reason for me to do some dumb, corny shit like that. Uh-huh. But people are going to believe what they believe. And what I have to do is I have to keep working.
1: Yeah. All right, so it's less that people are going to believe where they're going to believe at this point, and more, it, more. If I'm look, I mean, I'm one of those guys. I'm always willing to want to believe someone when they talk to me. I'm, I'm the easiest in the world to be gaslighted. Do you understand that? When someone tells me their truth, I just want to believe it. But are we to believe that that uh, with all of the evidence shown that these judges have the wrong, uh, you know, the wrong opinion here?
2: You have to keep working, and that's- And what I know for sure is. Every single thing that I auditioned for during that period, I lost. They took it from me. Duh. But every single thing that I created myself...
1: It's being created. It's
2: being created. Never again will anybody be able to pull my life from under me like a rug.
1: He's like, you know, I've been creating a new duvet cover in my prison cell. I've created... you know. Anyway, folks, I don't mean to make light of this wild story. I just don't know. I don't know... What the heck is going on with it? But there's your update. He is lost his appeal and may be heading back to jail. All right, in other news here, Sandra Day O'Connor, first woman on the Supreme Court, dead at 93. Born in 1930 and died in 2023. Sandra Day O'Connor was the first woman on the Supreme Court, a rancher's daughter who wielded great power over American law from her seat at the center of the court's ideological spectrum, died on Friday in Phoenix. Although William Rehnquist, uh, her Stanford Law School classmate, served as Chief Justice during much of her tenure, the Supreme Court during that crucial period was often called the O'Connor Court. And Justice O'Connor was referred to accurately as the most powerful woman in America. RIP to Sandra Day O'Connor. All right, let's go to some other news here. Oh, you want some? I don't know if this is good news or bad news. We got woolly mammoth uh, coming out of extinction. Could this be the the next uh, sort of chapter of the Jurassic Park sequence? We'll have this story next woolly mammoth de-extinction project underway in Dallas. Texas could be home to the first woolly mammoth in 4,000 years. Look, I'm cool with woolly mammoths coming back. My only question is, if you bring the woolly mammoth back, do you have to bring back that ancient squirrel thing that's looking for its nut? How does this work? Is this Ice Age? In a historic building in Deep Ellum, a colossal effort is underway to bring some of the most famously extinct animals back to life. The wild mission comes from a Dallas-based company called Colossal Biosciences, which is working to de-extinct the woolly mammoth. I'll tell you what, I got, I got a better idea. Why don't we de-extinct the bad water in Flint, Michigan? Why don't we de-extinct the homeless problem we have in the greatest country to ever exist? Why don't we de-extinct not having medical care for those that need you know need all these issues? No, but I understand. I, I don't mean to make a what about I think we can walk and chew gum at the same time. I think we can de-extinct animals and also provide, but that's going to, you know, come down to voting with your dollar and making sure you support candidates in the upcoming elections that support the values that you want. Uh, Think big, folks. Uh, Speaking of which, Rep. George Santos expelled from Congress amid claims of duping and stealing from donors. Looks like uh, George Santos has gone extinct, at least his career in the public servant world has. Uh, So from one woolly mammoth to another, uh, using DNA from Asian elephants and DNA DNA recovered from woolly mammoths frozen in the Arctic tundra. Researchers at Colossal Biosciences are using gene editing technology to re-engineer the genome of an Asian elephant until it reflects that of a woolly. Okay. You see how they say to it reflects that of a woolly mammoth. So is it a woolly mammoth or is it an elephant? Which one is it? As it ter- is it? it's just like an elephant where they've duct tape some horns onto it. Uh, no, know I don't want that. As it turns out, the woolly mammoth and Asian elephant are 99.6%. No, uh, genomically similar that was a hard word to spell out and that's just part of the project um Colossal has set a due date for the year 2028. Okay, well, uh, hey Siri, set my reminder for half a decade. I want to know if this Asian elephant woolly mammoth is any or anything worth visiting, you know? Uh, when I was offered the position, I was sort of considering my life choices in this amazing opportunity to work at Colossal. My little brother called me and said, do you understand you could be the first modern human to ever see a woolly mammoth? You could be the first person that's there to take that photo with a mammoth. And that opportunity is not lost on me. That privilege is incredible, and it's an amazing driving force, says James. All right, anyway, that's, I guess, someone who's creating this woolly mammoth beast. We'll have to see what sort of zombie apocalypse this thing unearths. Uh, But let's move on to other news. Jennifer Lawrence addresses plastic surgery rumors. She says apparently I've had a full plastic surgery. Jennifer Lawrence has addressed rumors that she has undergone plastic surgery with the actress clarifying that her face has changed as she's aged. The Hunger Games star is investing in a new look, but it has nothing to do with cosmetic surgery. It's conversate in conversation with Kylie Jenner for the interview magazine Winter 2023. Jennifer Lawrence, 33, spoke to the beauty mogul about cosmetic surgery speculation she's faced recently. She said that's really really cool and I also think it's incredible what makeup can do because I work Work with Hung Van Gogh, who overlines the lip. And I call him a plastic surgeon because everybody in the last few months since I've been working with him is convinced that I had eye surgery. Perplexed by the comment, Jenna responded, stop. But Lawrence wasn't kidding. I'm like, I didn't have eye surgery. I'm doing makeup. Well, apparently I've had full plastic surgery. Yeah, makeup does wonders, folks. But again, I, you know, yeah, I think it's funny. We we look at people, you know, celebrities, you know, take take the cast of friends, right? We look at them. And it's been, what, 30 years since they started the show? And we go, oh, they've aged horribly. And it's like, no offense, uh, Shannon. Look at yourself in the mirror. We've all aged rough. Like, we're all trying our best. But let's not pretend we're all the same person we were when we were 22. You know what I mean? We all smiled a little much in our 20s before we had to pay off our student loan debt. And then we got wrinkles. That's how it works. All right. Another news. Judge temporarily blocks John Oates' sale of his share of Hall & Oates' partnership. So this uh, sort of... Uh, attempted sale uh, is continuing to uh, go through the legal system. We'll have to see. There is a temporary order, I guess, to stop the sale. Who's trying to buy the, you know, uh, John Oates' uh, share of Hall & Oates anyway? um, We'll have to see how that all plays out. Just your, John, that's your daily uh, Hall & Oates update. As you know, we've become a Hall & Oates uh, recap channel here. All right. Who should we have be the next Bachelor? Could it be, could it be Blake Moyne's Let's have a listen to Blake on Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine podcast. Top three qualities you look for in a girl. Adventurous, um, easygoing, because
0: if you take life too seriously, we're not going to work. And um, probably honesty. You can navigate a lot of challenges and difficulties through telling the truth and like working through the truth. But if you start lying, they're harder to work through, harder to get through. And So honesty is key. We're all looking for that rock Rocks don't lie. Rocks tell the yep. truth and you work through it. I'd rather be hurt with the truth than be hurt with a lie.
1: Now, I, I don't know. I'm just watching this on Instagram. It kind of looks to me like Caitlin Bristow wants to take down Blake Moynes. Now listen, listen, hold on hold on hearsay objection i'm just saying i think blake and caitlin bristow would be a pretty hot couple now uh caitlin bristow former host of bachelorette for katie thurston's season probably not gonna happen although hey we've all uh we've all dabbled in the uh, in the old company ink at work is that that is that how they say it Hurt me with the truth
0: i'll take that any day over a lie.
1: Blake says, hurt me with the effing truth. And I don't know, Blake, maybe Caitlin will hurt you with something else. (laughs) What does that even mean? I don't know. Uh, Either way, uh, a boy can dream, right, folks? All right, let's go to the drama. Let's go to the uh, lowbrow rumors here. Again, this is on Dumois. Uh, Anybody in the world can post a rumor on Demois. Here was one submission that they shared. Bachelor Nation bad girl who was briefly engaged from a paradise romance will be livid when she learns who her man was flirting with from the franchise while they were on a brief split this summer. Word on the street is she's super territorial and jealous. And he's been purposely quiet about this to avoid a blowout. He talked about it openly in at a bar in montauk this couple is no other than gregory agarippo and victoria fuller now whether or not it is true is yet to be seen uh but they of course included enough information uh for a rainy day rumor my guess is i don't know let's let's just let's let's hope for the best in people and uh i'm gonna go with uh, it not being true, but it could be. You know, couples they struggle and they got to deal with all of their ins and outs of learning about each other. But hey, if they're together and happy now, then I'm not going to judge the route they took to get there. All right, folks. Well, we did it. We made it to the finish line, and I couldn't have done it without all of your help and generosity. If you didn't check out the Christmas wish list already, I talked about it on this morning's rush. And boy, it's I don't I, I don't know what to tell you. It makes me emotional hearing moms share their story about struggle with children and they're trying to provide for them for Christmas, it just hits me in the feels every time. Let's be some of that change we want to see in the world. Let's donate to these families. Let's give them a reason to believe in Santa this Christmas season. Uh, Link in the description below to donate to any of the moms and dads that can use some of our help. Maybe got a little bit of a Christmas bonus. If so, and you're looking for a nice place to put it, how about uh, within some of the amazing families in our community? All right, well, I'll be back tomorrow with Driving with Dave. It's a fantastic episode you're not going to want to miss. Have a good Friday night, drink a Diet Coke, and enjoy your rush hour ride home. As always, I'm Dave Neal, and this was The Rush.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at D for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.